0: I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. The labour market is still looking solid. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, as you may have heard in the news, the labour market shows few signs of weakening just yet. Unemployment for the year ended June lifted slightly to 3.6 percent from 3.4 percent. StatsNZ show numbers show 28,000 jobs added to the economy, with a record number of people with a job. Wage growth remained solid at 4.3 percent using the labour cost index for the private sector, and using the quarterly employment survey, which reflects shop or factory floor wages, the annual rise was 6.9 percent beating the rate of inflation. Now, to discuss these numbers further, we're joined by Kiwi Bank Chief Economist Jared Kerr. Kia ora, Jared. Kia ora. Now, the labour market is the last part of the economy to turn soft, but there are few signs it's going to soften quickly.
1: Yes, look, I think today's report was a good report. Uh, it was a good report for Kiwi businesses. We've seen strong gains in employment. Um, the border is down, so we've seen a, a, a spike in tourism. Related jobs, and we've also seen a spike in migration. And those migrants are coming here, and they're working. Um, we saw our working age population up ninety thousand. Most of that was uh, was net immigration. So these jobs that you know businesses have been trying to fill, these vacancies that have been agonising for Kiwi businesses, are being filled. So it's good news.
0: So with that lift in migration that we're seeing, what is it going to take to cool job creation?
1: So I think the economy is going to slow um, over the next six months. We've got a lot of interest rate tightening coming through. The economy looks like it's going to record uh, a couple of contractions, so maybe a a recession. Um, That'll cause businesses to think twice about employing uh, and maybe even downsizing. So we are expecting the unemployment rate, which rose a little bit today to 3.6%. We do think it'll rise to about 5.5% next year.
0: Now wage growth is underpinning households. Is it actually fueling inflation, do you think?
1: Uh, it sort of goes hand in hand. People see the inflation rate you know of six, seven percent, and they start demanding uh, larger pay increases because of that inflation that they're, that they're feeling, particularly in groceries. So I think both of those um, inflation measures will ease over the year ahead. We think headline inflation will drop quite sharply from here. And wage growth uh, will also come off. We're starting to see some signs of some slack uh, coming through in the labour market. The underutilisation rate, which includes people who have jobs but want more hours, uh, actually lifted, and that's a sign that we're starting to see a bit of slack coming through.
0: Okay, so this is one of the Reserve Bank's worry spots. You know, it wants a softer jobs market. And as you said, you're expecting the labour market to cool. But does a still strong labour market right now make another rate rise more likely from the Reserve Bank?
1: Uh, I don't think so. There are enough signs in today's report, which is a lagging indicator. Uh, The labour market really sort of turns about nine, ten months after the economy turns. And the economy has already turned and and looks like it's going to be weaker over the next six months. So I think they're well aware that employment growth is going to come off. Um, Unemployment's likely to rise further and we're likely to see wages and inflation pressure easing into next year. So I think they're done. I think they're done at 5.5%. And the next move I think is actually going to be a rate cut uh, early next year.
0: Well, that will be one to watch for sure. Kia ora for your time there, Jared. That's Kiwi Bank Chief Economist Jared Kerr. Now, in other business news today, Air New Zealand is looking for two local airports to be part of initial testing for a new generation of zero or low-emissions aircraft. The airline is asking for expressions of interest to participate in a trial cargo service to show the feasibility of the aircraft, which is intended to replace its Q300 fleet of two, Turboprops. It wants one airport as a base and the other as a destination and no more than 400 kilometres apart and it will need to have refuelling, maintenance and hangar facilities. Air New Zealand Sustainability Manager Jacob Snellgrove says it wants airports with like-minded values and it will look into capital costs together.
2: Capital costs for charging infrastructure and yeah, any lines upgrades that may have to occur at the airport are things we want to explore with the airports. We haven't stipulated any commercial terms in this EOI process, and we've tried to keep it as broad as possible and invited airports to consider joint bids with local councils and other private enterprises, EOE as well, to look to how we can all work together to solve some of these initial funding capital problems. But really for us, it's not about finding the answer the funding issues will come into. It's, it's about airports and the market giving us some ideas on how we can work together to solve some of these immediate funding you know, challenges we'll work through for 2026.
0: Air New Zealand will select its lower emission demonstrator aircraft by early next year. Plans to fly it from 2026. Life experience has replaced family wisdom as the main source of financial information for younger people, and that's leading some calls for better financial education in high school. The latest findings from a 20-year study run by Massey University's Financial Education and Research Centre shows parental influence on people between the ages of 28 and 32 has nearly halved over the past six years to 26%. Massey Business School associate Claire Matthews says any increase in financial literacy is good news, but people have vastly different life experiences.
2: The problem is with life experiences, what you learn is as a result of the life experience, whereas it would be better to have that knowledge before you have the experience so that you can make a better decision as you're going through that. So, for example, you can learn a lot about buying a house by buying a house, but it's better to know what you're doing before you buy the house. And so the best way of doing that is by having formal education. And so we'd really like to see education in high schools as part of the curriculum because that's the best way of getting it to a wide range of people.
0: Claire Matthews says 95% of participants have some form of insurance and 92% are active in KiwiSaver and that is a positive sign. Well let's get the latest from the markets now. We're joined by Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora Ed, what's happening on the New Zealand market today?
2: Sure, Kim. Uh, It was a very quiet day today. We're only down uh, three points from yesterday. Uh, We are currently, the NZX 50 is at 11,979 points. Of the 50, we've got 20 gainers, nine are unchanged, and 21 on the decline. Some of the names um, in New Zealand, not really much impact about the search for those airports. It's only up one cent to 79 cents. Uh, Fonterra is the highest mover Uh, on the day so far at uh, $3.64, up $0.05. Metro Performance Glass, who had their uh, AGM yesterday, that's at $0.18.4, up uh, 2%. NZX is up uh, $0.01 to $1.21. That's about it, Kim. It is uh, very quiet.
0: Yeah, and it was a very testy meeting yesterday, as you said. Let's head to Australia, not long into trading, but how are they faring?
2: They're down uh, significantly more than New Zealand. We've seen uh, quite a lot of um, activity on the open, down uh, forty-eight points. So the ASX two hundred is at seven thousand four hundred and three, which was is down approximately uh, two thirds of a percent um, of those two hundred biggest companies. We've got one hundred and sixty who are falling. In early trading, 30 are up, and uh, we've got about 12 that are unchanged. Um, of the, the notable movers, Rio Tinto is down about 65 cents to 116.22, and BHP is off uh, 19 cents to $46.18 Australian this year.
0: And how is our dollar trading today?
2: Uh, the New Zealand dollar is trading a little bit weaker against the Australian, so at 92.7 cents Australian, 61.3 against the US dollar, 87.66 Japanese yen, 0.479 against the British pound, and finally 0.557 against the euro.
0: And that takes us to interest rates, oil and gold.
2: Three-month bank bills, Kim, are trading at 5.7%, percent uh, Ten year government bonds are at four point seven three four percent. West Texas Intermediate, eighty-one dollars sixty one US dollars a barrel. And finally, spot gold is firmer at one thousand nine hundred and fifty four
0: dollars US an ounce. Oh, Kyoto for your time. Ed, that's Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth. Just enough time to tell you that the listed pub and restaurant owner Good Spirits Hospitality has found a buyer for its pubs in the form of its current chief executive. The company's nine bars in Auckland and Hamilton have been on the block since the start of the year. It will be sold to hospitality group Brew on Key, which currently owns three Auckland venues, for $20.7 million. Brew on Key is jointly owned by the current Good Spirits Hospitality chief executive, George Tuttle. Now, the chair of the company's independent transaction committee says the sale will ensure a stable future for the Good Spirits hospitality venues. We'll bring your wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora,